I'm Ryan. I'm Ryan. This is a extremely really? explicit, inappropriate podcast. I hate. I hate you. You're making fun of me. That's not so what I do. Good. I don't just run around. Dude, we don't swear. Cr- you know don't don't swear. Put the kids to bed. Ugh, you're such a butthead. <laughs> I'm not gonna swear at all in this first part. You know why? Why? Because I'm gonna let you look like a such a dummy dumb, such a doo doo head, such a fart face. I don't, I don't even have time for your for your little doo doo brain butt f- burp fart stupid f- head. You understand? I'm gonna bleep that last part. Welcome to Game Genies. My name is Fred. I'm joined by a uh, little dick licker. Why don't you introduce yourself, dick licker? Ryan. And don't call me a dick licker, oh, you sorry. dick licker. Hey. What's the problem with licking dicks? Nothing. So don't act like that's an insult then. It's 2019. Be progressive, you fucking cock smoker. All right. Um, I will say, if you heard that, that means the champs have been popped. The champs is um, here. The champs is here, and that means we can continue. We can start. Um, All right. So this has been a decent week in in gaming news, but we have more than that. Yeah, there's a lot of gaming news. We we have packs. Mm-hmm. Continuing coverage of Pack South. Um, I know it sounds like we're a little late to that, but really it's just other interviews and shit. And then next week, we were supposed to this week talk about the tabletop aspect of Pack South. Um, Jake decided to have fucking strep throat. Jake the Steak, friend oh. of the show. Um, enjoy your whooping cough. Whooping cough. Whooping cough. Whoopi Goldberg cough. Enjoy your Whoopi Goldberg sounding fucking cough. Point is, fucking Jake, get better. Come talk about tabletop games next week. Uh, but in case you've never uh, been here before, in case you've never heard of us before, uh, then congratulations. You, you've made it this far. Yeah. And Fred's about to drop a little bit of motherfucking knowledge on your bitch ass. If you've never listened to Game Genies, then Wait, that... no, that's not no, Fred. What are you doing? I just said that for you. No. You don't fucking need to do that. I, I already set you up for it. Genies. No. What? The game. Do you not have a thing you say? Like, what are you doing? What are you talking about? The just game. Just fucking genies. Go. Is what? Go ahead, sir. Oh, the game genies is your cheat code to sounding like you know more about games. Than you actually do. Don't do that. Just, just read it like a normal human being. What are you trying to be, fucking Hannibal Lecter? Because I want you to read it like you normally do. This could be first-time listeners, and now they think Game that, Genies I guess, is your cheat code to no, no, sound no, no, like no, no, you know no, no, more no, no, about no, no, games no, no, than no, you no, actually no, no. do. We it's combine done. our done. lifetime's stop worth it. of gaming stop knowledge it. with today's just most interesting it, games to give you the insight that you might not already have. But if you do have that knowledge... I go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. Yourself. Go fuck yourself. Okay, if y'all haven't uh, seen us on the social medias, we try to be kind of active. Um, no, we are active. We're physically active. What do you we're, mean? Wait, are we talking mentally or sexually? <sighs> anyway, I don't, yeah, is that, <laughs> if you can't answer, I can't either. Um, you can find us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, at... Game Genies Cast. You can also find us on our website, uh, GameGeniusCast.com. Yeah. Now, you can find me on Twitter at... Freddy Sketty, 
F-R-E-D-D-Y-S-G-H-E-T-T-I. And you can find me at West Texas Hell. Yeah. Well, you didn't did say it right? it right. Sorry. How the fuck you, did I not say it right? You spelled it right. It's Freddie Sketty. F-R-E-D-D-Y-S-G-H-E-T-T-I. I just fucking said I was trying to be nice and say it properly this time. I appreciate that, but you got to say it. I got a little melody there, too. I'm about to melody your ass with this belt if you don't shut you the fuck don't up. You don't wear a belt, so suck my balls. Anyway, some random news before we get into Top of the Tops and then the actual video game news. Uh, Xenon, girl of the 21st century, has turned 20 years old. I don't even know who that is. The show, movie, that's just a movie, it's a series of movies, turned 20 years old, and that makes me feel fucking old. Like, I used to watch that as a kid on the Disney Channel. She was like, oh, she was, her parents were like the emperor or king or something. It was in a futuristic city and she just wanted to explore and be a kid. And there was a singer that was a pop singer and he was singing, he had bleached tips and blah, science. I'm sure they got into some little shenanigans and it's probably high school, middle school shenanigans. Uh-huh. Xenon, girl of the 21st century. How, how you been? I've been fine. You're no longer with me uh, physically. Yeah, I'm back in uh, New York. You're, you're back in New York. Um, I'm here in Texas. Yes. That's my one. Fred. That's my one. Ugh. All right, you get one. That's your one. All right. Anyway. Um, I could cut that one. Should I do a different one later? Don't. No, because that means I know the audience doesn't have to hear it, but that means I'm having to hear it, and I don't want to uh, be hearing it. You're right. You're right. You're Fucking right. asshole. You are right. You are right. Hey, if we were a tag team partner in the WWE, what would we? What would our name be? Um, game gassies. Ooh, game grabbies. Moving along, um, maybe we should just run to the top of the tops. All right, here we go. Top of the tops. My name. We got is a Freddy's Fred. Five. I'm sorry. No, Fred, you've already done that. What oh, are you right. doing? Sorry. Come on, man. Hey, Ugh. you got to get it together, man. Ugh. So we're going to start off with a Freddy's Five. Um, we won't tell you what those five are, because obviously that wouldn't make sense. Then that's They're, they're just quick, bang, bang, bang. A very very much like Fred. Um, he's just bang, bang, bang. And um, <clears throat> so we'll go through that. Then we have any last-minute pack stuff uh, that's not related to tabletop gaming that Fred and I might have just missed last week. Yeah, we, we went to some parties. We had some fun. We're going to talk about it. Yeah, yeah. Then we're going to get on to some more gaming interviews. Uh, we have three games this week. Uh, the Negative World, Aqualungers, and my... This is a big fucking deal, Fred. This is a big fucking deal! All right. Toe Jam and Earl, back in the groove. <sighs> Toe Jam and fucking Earl. Yeah, bro. We, we've been talking about this game for months on the podcast. We've been talking about the, the series for months on the podcast, ever since we pretty much started. Yeah. You even talked about it last week in an interview, totally separate from this one, that we didn't even plan on interviewing the Toe Jam and Earl um, you know, lead artists or anything like that. We just happened to walk by and do that later, but you were already talking shit about it in our previous interviews. Yeah. You're such a fucking asshole. I know. I just want to know, like, what makes you the way you are, and what makes you hate the good things in life? I, you know... I'd rather just be miserable. Uh, and then we'll end with talking to Genie a little bit. Uh, we haven't talked to him in a little while. And then uh, finally, we're going we're gonna to finally hit on those New Year's resolutions. Right, Fred? Finally. I mean, we're, we're going to be putting this episode right on the 31st of January. 
So we're going to be just within the month. We just wanted to make sure to do. we didn't yeah. go past January. Yeah. Nope. Oh, almost shot myself. And maybe the genie will give us his his uh, resolutions as well. I hope not. Um, okay. Maybe we should get into... Freddy's Five. Freddy's Five. I don't like your little... What do you do here? We go, yeah. Like, why is that the song? It was my song for Calm Down, Shut the Fuck Up is like an actual jingle I wrote. Well, here, just listen real quick. See, that wasn't that bad. That actually is... A lot of times I hum that when I'm not even on the show. Yeah. Again, why people, after they meet you and talk to you for about five seconds, they realize, I shouldn't have done this. I should have just... Kept walking, should have not made eye contact with this individual, and we mm-hmm. would my life would have been way, way better than it is at the current state. Yeah, it happens quick. You have to mm-hmm. catch it quick too. Low, low, beaming, low, 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 low. Yeah, um, yeah. Okay, so Freddy's five. five. Yeah, yeah. Metroid Prime Four. There was an update from Nintendo. Do you want to kind of go into this a little bit, Fred? Yeah. Well, so it was actually um, a at first was like a little disappointing and then it was just kind of like, oh, but that's at least like we know what to expect now. So they announced that Metroid Prime 4 is going to be scrapped and they will just restart production with the uh, the team who made the original Metroid Prime series. Um, and like I said, it was a little disappointing at first because it was like, oh, well, we're not getting it this year for sure now. And maybe it's going to even take two, three years at this oh, point. Oh, yeah, they're I'm sure over. it'll take a couple years. But at I'm least now... They're starting at square one. Right. But at least now it's not like three years later and we're like, where's Metroid Prime? It's like, yeah, it's we not know. like, it's not like how it was with fucking Final Fantasy VII remake where right. we haven't heard anything forever. Um, hopefully we'll hear something soon because Kingdom Hearts 3 finally got released. Um, okay. Back to Metroid Prime though. So what pretty much what they said was the game was not up to their standards. And they're like, so we're, we're, we're scrapping it. We want it to be the Metroid Prime that fans deserve. So we're going to be partnering up with Rich... If I can fucking not screw up my words. Um, Retro Studios is going to be helping them them out. And that's actually uh, who made the original trilogy of Metroid Prime. I just said that. Big deal. Did I say it twice? No, no, I said it. Oh, you did? Yeah. See, this is how much I listen to you. I know. Anyway, so Retro Studio is going to be making it. They're actually the ones that... Do you know what they did, Fred? What? They made the original Metroid Prime What? Trilogy. No yeah, way. Yeah, you don't say. Okay, wow. but here's the big deal. This is why this is kind of a big deal to me. I hope that future developers are like... I mean, Nintendo's a big, big, big time developer when it comes How to big? first party games. Huge! Hey, don't body, body shame, shame. Nintendo, Yeah, no, 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 I know, I know. Not to body shame uh, them. But, point is, that's a big deal to, for a developer, especially somebody like Nintendo to just come out and be like, hey, it's not up to the standards of what we want to put out. So we are now scrapping it. We're going to lose tons of money. We're going to be disappointing fans. But, you know, like you said, rather come out with the bad news right off the bat so you don't turn in the fucking fire festival. Yeah. That guy's <laughs> a fucking idiot. Dude, what? I ended up, uh, or we, we, we finished that, didn't we? Yeah, yeah we finished that it. fire festivals thing, man. That was some fucking crazy. Some shit. If you haven't watched um, that, watch that shit. Yeah, also, it, you, you brought up Kingdom Hearts. Or wait, sorry, you have something to say? No, just that, like, I wish more developers and stuff like that were honest when it came to things like that and willing to pull the plug on certain things and restructure accordingly to make a game up to its standard Yeah, for that franchise. I agree. Yeah. And then I you mean, wouldn't you have know, Mass Effect Andromeda 
if you if they would have fucking done that at Bioware. Well, some some companies maybe don't have the budget to do that. Nintendo has fucking all the money in the world. You're telling me EA doesn't have the budget to do that? Okay, yeah, you're not wrong. Exactly. So but, what does that make? Me? Okay, but no, 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 no. no. If, if I'm not wrong, what does that make me? Not right. Not not right. No, when you're wrong, you ain't right. God damn it, Fred! You know the fucking. <sighs> okay, well, you were talking about Kingdom Hearts. What did you want to talk about? So I was watching some people stream it, and man, the voice acting. Okay, the voice it's acting. Terrible. Oh, it's terrible. <laughs> outside of the Disney characters, the voice acting is just horrendous, and the script is horrendous. Like yeah. it is so cheesy. Here's the thing, though. I'm probably still gonna fucking end up buying it. I haven't That's bought it yet. That's fine. I mean, but it's just so cheesy. <clears throat> it is. Uh, I need to send you a video. Um, I'll send it to you right now. You can watch it later. It's fucking hilarious. It's regarding Kingdom Hearts. But you know, I think it's a good game for what it is. Like for for you know, you play it and you have a good time and you enjoy it. But just I, I don't know. It was a long cutscene. I was watching somebody and I was just like, I would be skipping. <laughs> I would be skipping the cutscenes. I think. I mean, that's what this is about. Okay, I'm sending this video right now. <laughs> is this real? <laughs> it can't be. No. Okay. <laughs> that's so good. <laughs> He's just like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> that's exactly what I was doing while I was watching this. I was like, wow. This is bad. <laughs> that's, it's fine. Um, so what do you think about developers finding... It in themselves to be like we fucked up. We're gonna make it better. I think that's do amazing. Think, do you think, but do you think like this will start a trend of people doing that? So there's a rust. You have know. an issue like Fallout seventy six where you just, like have ruined the namesake of your fucking studio that's been killing it for fucking twenty plus years. Right. Well. Okay. So let's just say that might depend on how we respond. And so far, I think like we as the, you know the consumer are responding really well. Um, people yeah, are to, saying to like thank you it. for doing that. Like you you're that's kind of like giving us a service that we didn't even ask for it's just like kind of exactly. let us in, let us know a little bit some transparency how it goes a long way so if other companies especially, especially if they do this if they release in the meantime the metroid prime trilogy ported to oh that was that would be even yeah because it came out in a trilogy uh like one disc on wii u so they already have a wii sure. u code for it so they could i would love that and that way it gives us time to play all three of them yeah I mean, anyone, yeah, exactly. Anybody who, like, isn't already into it or doesn't know, they can catch right up. So, and also, yeah, and those are great games, so. They are. And Just here's another thing I was going to say. Um, maybe studios want to do this, like, in, uh, some sort of announcement like this, in the, if something's going wrong in the game. Maybe it's going to be, like, a cost-benefit analysis thing. They're going to say, like, look, how much time are we going to lose? How much money are we going to lose because of this time? Oh, sure. But, but it's also, like, how much would we lose if we put out a half-assed game after promising exactly. all this stuff? And, like... Yeah, you might sell a couple copies to begin with, then it will drop off significantly, fucking, i.e. Fallout 76, and then you've already, like, like I said, you've ruined the the status you have with the gamers. And the thing is, like, you've now ruined kind of your name in the industry, and like that goes a long way when you're spending years and, you know, people's fucking lives yeah. making this shit. <laughs> well, so unfortunately for the team who you know, the game got scrapped on like th those people, I'm sure they had severance and everything, but, um, you know, the fortunate part is for, for us. So, <laughs> so fuck those people that got laid off. Well, I mean, it sounds like they weren't making a game up to par. I don't know if that's well, due to experience or what, but if it's just due to like experience, those people will be fine. They'll find jobs, Fred. There's plenty of video game 
out there to be made. Like that Pornhub one we're going to be making <laughs> soon. True. And it's, also, a, it's, a, it's a Pornhub, sorry, it's a Pornhub RPG. Don't want to give too much away, but you're trapped inside a Pornhub and it's an RPG. You level, you level up. Can we move on from this topic? I want to go to the fucking second thing on the Freddy's 5. Item two on Freddy's 5. It says here, devs leaving for other studios. Tell me about this. I, I'm not aware here. Yeah, so there's a couple that over just the last week have been announced to have been been leaving and joining other companies. So Cyberpunk 2077's creative director, which I guess he's finished with the game, because the game's pretty much wrapped up as far as most of that stuff, or maybe he's still contracted out through the end phases of it. But either way, creative director for Cyberpunk 2077, he's joining Blizzard. Uh, his name is Sebastian Stepien, and he's the one that is. So he left CD Projekt Red. Um, so that's kind of a big deal. Left for Blizzard. Um, the left second one... No, not left for fucking dead. The second one... Uh, I'm going to put this name up. James Mardenchek? Probably didn't put that up then. Yeah, yeah that, that was actually good. easier. Um, anyway, he was uh, somebody that worked on The Last of Us and Red Dead Redemption 2, has rejoined Sony as lead animator at huh. an unknown PlayStation studio. Oh, boy. It's a big deal. So that's some, okay. That's a one up for Blizzard. That's one up for PlayStation at the moment. And then the third bit of news, let's do the trifecta uh, and, and include uh, Xbox in this whole thing. Chris O'Neill, senior level designer in the latest God of War, has joined the initiative. The initiative is a studio we've talked about many times over the last, I don't know, almost a year since yeah. we're doing the podcast because that is Microsoft's new studio that they're creating. Actually, I guess they just announced this at E3, so... Whatever, almost a fuck. Yeah. It's like eight months. Anyway, the initiative is a studio uh, that's supposed to be the, creating a new prime IP for Microsoft. Uh, yeah. There's a lot of smart people that have been joining. Uh, we mentioned some previously. I probably should have that up, but I don't because I'm unprofessional. Anyway, yeah. excited to hear what the initiative is working on. I think we should find out what that IP is by E3. You know, at, at the latest would be E3. And we're going to try to go to that, E3, aren't we? That's something we've been talking about. We kind of want to try to go to E3. Why yeah. not? Just it's going to be expensive, it. but uh, we might, we're going to try to make it work. Well, you know, I don't drink champagne from the actual champagne reason, re region for a reason. <laughs> um, I've fucked this all up. Too much champagne. Fuck it. Let's move on. What do you think about all these people joining different studios, and how do you think it benefits PlayStation and Microsoft accordingly? I mean, it depends, because it depends what projects these guys are going to, but... The lead creative director from uh, Cyberpunk 2077 leaving is actually a big deal because the game's not out. So d what does that mean for the game? And does That's is what it I was good, kind of thinking. Is it positive like, or negative? Like, did they want him to leave? or did, does that is that a negative for the game because he wanted to leave? Like, did he go like, uh, this isn't going to end well, so I'm going to get out of here? I mean, another thing is Blizzard is not really seen right now in the best of light. They're not Bethesda bad, but they're kind right. of bad. I mean, what, do you guys uh, don't have cell phones? <laughs> Everyone keeps saying that, but don't you or or not? Fred, don't fucking... Do you have a damn cell don't, phone? It's real appropriate whose penis you'll get on and whose penis you won't get on. And it's always the, the corrupt people, like Blizzard. No. Uh, EA. No, um, I, I just think people jump on the backlash bandwagon. They get all butthurt when someone speaks a little truth. Who's dicking me on nets? Fucking Damien Hetfield's from uh, IGN's? Jesus. What do, you, what do you want to say about Damon Hatfield? We'll get to him in a second. Do you have any other thing that you leave want to him say alone? About these people joining, I guess it's just exciting to see this. But yeah, I, I agree I mean, with you about the cyberpunk. The cyberpunk's the only one that you're kind of like, well, it's not out yet. But 
maybe most of the creative direction of the game is pretty much finalized and they're just polishing up some shit because it's coming out this year. Right. And also, if we look at this uh, Chris O'Neill, um, the previous senior level designer for God of War, joining the initiative, what that tells me is Microsoft is hiring people who have game of the year level shit. And basically, they need a game of the year. <laughs> like, right. They need You're something. Right. They really do. They, I mean, they, they're one of their best games of, of the year was Forza. Sorry, I read something recently. It's called Forza. No, it's definitely called Forza. What the fuck it's are you Forza. talking about? It's Forza. Look it up right now. Forza. I'm not looking it up because I know it's not. Right, you're, it's you're fucking right. Forza. I've, I've, I've seen this game for years. All right, well, you can look it up. I'm not, not looking it up because you're not going to get me to look that up just because you're an idiot and wonder if you're trying to trick me. It's not Forza. I'm not trying to trick you. It is Forza. It's Forza. Like pizza. I'm not, Google, I'm not Googling it. I'm not doing that. All right. Well, anyway. Are you saying how it's pronounced or how it's spelled? It's pronounced. You're going to get me to fucking look it up. How to pronounce Forza? Hold on. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Yeah, no. What am I talking about, Fred? You made me look it up. You're an asshole. I've heard Xbox talk about this game for years. You son of a bitch. I was right in how it was fucking pronounced. It's Forza. No. Uh, you, I can't, you actually got me to look it up because I'm like, okay, maybe he actually is right. Then I, I, as I said, I'm sitting here thinking, I've heard this game literally said in my ear over the last decade and a half. So many times, and you're just an asshole for getting me to look that up. Fuck off. You want to move on to the third part, dickhead? So the We Shop channel is officially closing. It's closed, I oh, think. Oh, fuck. What do you think about that? Well, here's the thing. I heard about this. I mean, I think we had, like, quite the 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 window to, to oh, act. Oh, to, if, today. To, sorry, today was the last day. Well, so today the time anybody hears this. No, sure. No the, today was the last day, but I heard about this, like, months ago. They were closing it. And people were talking about it all week. So if you really wanted anything, you had plenty of time to get in there. And does um, this include for the Wii U or just the Wii console? Uh, I should probably know that. I was help- hoping you would. I, I, I literally just saw it. I was like, okay, we'll put this on here. But I was hoping you would actually, uh, you know. I'll look it up. All right. Uh, it just says Wii Shop Channel. You can still add Wii points and purchase content until January 30th. We'll be closing all services related to the Wii Shop channel, including re-downloading purchased WiiWare, Virtual Console titles, and Wii Channel, as well as Wii Stream Transfer Tool, which transfers data from Wii to the Wii U. So, so this, does that mean that it is the fucking Wii U, like, Virtual Console channel? From right? the Wii, I think. So is it just, that's what I'm saying. Is it from the Wii or is it from the Wii U and the Wii? I think just the Wii. Okay. And I understand. That's fine. My whole thing about it is, though, if they do this, then I can see them, if they haven't already included in this, then I can see them closing the Wii U channel sometime soon, and maybe in a a year or two. But does that mean they're going to be adding, finally, Virtual Console to the Switch to allow you to buy, like, Super Nintendo games, Nintendo 64 games, shit like that, just older games that they'll release? Because it's like, you either do that, or people are going to end up fucking uh, modding certain Raspberry Pis to create fucking, uh, you know... What, do, what am I saying? To create ROMs. Mm-hmm. So I'm just saying, like, you either do it yourself and have people pay you for it, Nintendo, because people would like to do that on their Switch, or you're going to have people just create more ROMs because they right. want to play these old games. They want to be able to play the classics on a TV or, you know, monitor of their choosing. Well, maybe they want to burn through as many sales as they can for, like, the consoles they have left, like Wii U, 
And then once like that all dies out, they close the, the store and then they open another store and switch. They get like basically more sales. I mean, I don't know. That would be like pretty shitty of them, but. Okay. Well, we're finished with that. Just be aware. If you hear this, if you want to go to your Wii U channel, you can no longer do it. Sorry. No, we, we. Sorry. We. Not the Wii U. Actually, no. Wii how Wii. about this? We'll just update you next week on, on whether the Wii U yeah. channel is still open. Sounds good. That's what we'll do. <laughs> okay. Moving on. Number four on Freddy's Five today. Americans spent $43 billion on games in 2018. And that's, US... that's just America. That's not across right. the whole world. That shows how big of a, an industry the video game industry actually is. And you guess what? You and I are at the fucking forefront of it as far as gonzo journalists. We're in the action. We're in the shit. We're going to get to the games that you want, and we're going to get them any way necessary. If that includes a Patreon for a Pornhub site for the Game Genies, and so goddamn be it. And that's right, guys. So just watch out for us. That sounds like we're going to be coming after them. Don't say that. Oh, right. I mean, watch out for all of our great content. Point is, there's a lot of video game sales to be made, uh, and quarterly... 2018 was a big year, especially just for Americans in, in general. And sure. I do want to uh, follow this up by saying the U.S. December Switch sales were the best for any console since the original Wii in 2009. That was the best December in That's really good. essentially nine years for any console sales uh, in regards to, like, the Switch outsold any other... I don't know what I'm fucking saying. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I should have just said it and just left it at fucking that. What you should have um, said was, hell Yeah. So $43 billion, like you said, is just American sales. You know, think of the sales for the rest of the world. That's not even including, like, advertising Alien sales? So I know oh, that... Oh, sorry. I thought you meant alien sales. Alien sales? Like sales from outer space? I don't think those exist yet. Yet. Yet is the key word. I get it. Right. But anyway, the video game industry is well over $100 billion in total. Um... And this is also I don't I don't know if this is including uh, mobile sales and digital sales aren't always uh, included with yeah, a I'm lot of sure statistics. I'm sure they don't they wouldn't include this number if that wasn't checking everything. That's not necessarily true. Almost every time that I read an article on like what the best selling uh, games of the the month or year are, it doesn't include digital sales, and it says it right on there. Hey asshole, the biggest takeaway from this is that video games are killing it right now in the, in the market in entertainment yeah. all, I, all i'm saying is they're killing it even more than this it's just ugh. is that you make you teary-eyed are you sad are you crying you hear that yeah you crying that's stop, my nose. stop doing that you're congested take a take a fucking sudafed and call it a night i don't take stuff especially if when i'm drinking Ugh. So you can take allergy medicine with a beer that's not gonna fucking kill you no, you can't well, speaking of killing um so it's cold where you're at they said you can That's get, like, frostbite so cool. within, like, 20 minutes. I walked to a restaurant two blocks away just to pick up some food, bring it back, because I felt bad having someone deliver it. And my my nose was running into my mustache, and this shit froze. Okay. That's too discreet. You always get too far. You take it too far. to where like, We don't have to fucking know that. Also, it froze. Isn't the Midwest, like, negative 50 degrees right now? Yeah, I think so. Also, uh, let me ask you this. I, I, just, I don't know why people don't ask this question more often, because it's a little uh -huh. strange to me. Okay. I know you have the Midwest, and then obviously you also have the Middle East, and so like sure, sure, sure. you understand where they're at. Like the Middle East is on the east side of the, of the country, and then the Midwest is on the the west side. But it's the, like the middle, the Mary of, of the middle area of the country. So here's the thing: why do they call it the Middle East 
in the Midwest? Why wouldn't they they just be like universal with the mids? The be like call it east. call it like Mid East and Midwest, or call it Middle West and Middle East. I don't understand maybe, it. Maybe it just sounds better. You think Middle East sounds better? Just because, so is that well, okay? You're from the East Coast, so maybe it's like oh, you guys think yourself is better because you have the the full title of Middle, and they only well, have Mid. I so don't like, think anyone considers any p- part of the East Coast of America of North America as being the Middle East. Well, no, I see it all the time. Like it's it's called the Middle East. It's like the middle like okay, let's think of it like from like the top, the bottom and then the middle of the US. So the Middle East is on the east side of the US and the Midwest is on the west side. Which I get, I get it. That's not a problem. I don't understand. I don't have a problem well, with tell the second me, where, letter. What is, where's what's the Middle East of North America? I don't know. So just the e, like the where the uh, Atlantic, or the, sorry, the Pacific Ocean, but no, Atlantic Ocean. Yeah, so where the Atlantic Ocean is, um, and the thing is in North America. Yeah, the Middle East. It's on the news all the fucking time. Like there's like riots there all the time. People are fighting and shit. It's not a good area to like live in, from what I've seen. I don't seen. think I've been there. Well, I haven't been there. I'm not about to go to the fucking Middle East of America. Fucking have all these. There's like people are fucking killing people. It's That's crazy. That's where all the deserts are and stuff, right? Yes, exactly. That's what I'm saying. So, like, oh, my, yeah. my, I don't give it. Okay, we know what the fuck it is. My question is, why the fuck do they not have it both be called mid or both be called middle? Well, what, what do you, which one do you want to go with? I don't care. I just want it to be uniform. All right, pick one. Wait, here. I got mid. a coin. I'm going to flip it. I want it to And I want mid. you to... Huh? Mid. Head, heads or tails? Heads. Mid. Heads mid? Yeah, B, middle. Ah, uh, mid Oops, it sorry. is. Mid east. Sweet. Then we're good. All right. Okay, anyway, moving on. You heard that, Genies. It's Mideast, so from now on, you fucking stick with us through thick and thin. I don't care what anybody says. The Middle East from now on is just called the Mideast. All right. Number five. Yeah. IGN. They had a little bit of a snafu with the Resident Evil 2. It's not nearly as bad as the Philip Mewson shit, so don't... Yeah, I understand no, that, Fred. This isn't a, to me, this isn't a huge deal. People make mistakes, and if it's it weren't for mistakes, you and I wouldn't even be here. So let's just take that into account. I never told you my parents had me as a mistake, you fucking dickhead. I didn't, I didn't mean it. No, you, didn't, you might not have Ryan, meant it, but no, it came I off did. that way, you know? Okay, I'm sorry. Ryan, can we talk about this later? We'll talk about it another time, sure. Okay. So anyway... Darian, Damian Lindoff, Damian Lindoff, the guy that made Lost. He was the one that reviewed it. No, Damian Hatfield. Damon. That's Hatfield. what I meant. Damian, not Hatfield. Damian. Damon. Well, you would have thought he was Damian by the way he did this fucking review. Wow. I'm kidding. You know, you know, I like the guy. He, Talk about backlash. Actually, no, no, no. He was like him and uh, what they do over there at Game Scoop is like one of the influences for what we do here. So I'm. I love I'm, Game Scoop. Uh, and I appreciate the fact that he immediately was like, oh, I screwed this up. And IGN was like, oh, yeah, you fucked it up. No big deal. Let's have another paragraph that says, look, I screwed it up. Play the rest of it now. I'm actually improving the score because it's a real good game. But here's and he also happens. he mentioned it this week on the show and he explained it and everything. So I know I don't have a problem. I, I will say IGN, whenever they have fuck ups like this, they are very, very quick to be like, OK, we got to get on this shit. Yeah, they, they're very similar to how Nintendo did with Metroid Prime Four, playing it back to the beginning of the show. <laughs> we I put a nice road. effect in my voice there too. Yeah, yeah, no, I liked it. We should go on the road with our little talk show. Anyway, if, if I lived in Austin or you lived here, I would say we should do like a duo comedy, uh, stand-up comedy thing. Oh no, 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 no! no. I'm too scared <sighs> to do that. I would do that. I well, I'll fucking clap and make fun of you. Maybe you could do it on stage. Would you sit on a chair? On stage, <laughs> I'm like that? the audience member. Yeah, 
And I'm supposed to be showing the audience like what they're supposed to be doing. And yeah. we just fuck it up at all times. Like, and I'm just like getting more and more mad at you as you're doing. And then I just fucking smash a chair over the back of you. That could be our comedy <laughs> act, dude. I just Wait, came what up if, with our fucking comedy act. No, that's great. And what if you did that and you'd be getting mad at me? And then if the crowd didn't do what you were doing, you would get mad at them. So you would be just be mad at me and the crowd. <laughs> and I just fucking explode like the wrestlers when we grab their junk. Yeah. What? <laughs> okay, anyway, Damon. Hatfield, yeah, he uh, he didn't play both parts of the the full story because the way it split up, it split up between like part one and part two of Resident Evil Two, and uh-huh. so he only played the first part with Leon, and then he played the first part with with Claire instead of playing the first part with Leon and then the second part with Claire, or vice versa. So he thought it was like the same thing. He was like, "Well, that's a little weird. It's like the same game just with a different character," because it was part A and part B, and there are small nuanced changes. But uh, in the end, he ended up playing it. But it still brings in a question. I'm like, come on, IGN. Well, I'm just going to defend. Here's the thing. He probably has a, like 50 billion things to do every week. And definitely like reviewers should play the full game. But fuck it. <laughs> what? should have played the whole game. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. I was not expecting you to take that fucking turn. Yeah. Um. Okay. Uh, so we got one more thing for phrase five. I know that we've gone through five, but I do want to mention this real quick. It's not. It's oh, like, this is it's like a five and a half. It's like five oh, and a half. Man. Freddy's five point five. Jesus. GameStop was trying to get uh, whatever. GameStop was trying to get people to buy them. That fell through. So their stocks Oof. completely just like went to shit. And I read this Oof. awesome uh, picture from gaming subreddit today, and it said real headline. GameStop shares plunge after it pulls plug on finding new buyer. More accurate headline, GameStop tries to trade itself in, finds out it's only worth $3.02 in store credit. I thought that was ah. fucking hilarious. Yeah. But do uh, Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I do think it's, you know, I said that GameStop was doomed from whenever they started talking about digital sales on the console market. I was like, oh, they're done. When Xbox was like, we're only doing a digital console... And not having discs and everybody flip shit. Now that's not even that crazy to think about. But I mean, uh, man, I whenever that happened, I was like, GameStop is fucking done. And they've been dicking people around for a while. So you know what? Yeah. Fuck you, GameStop. No one will miss them too much, but I won't miss the show. Some people at all. will. I mean, something else will just take its place, hopefully. In a better way, hopefully. Because you never you always got fucked by GameStop. <laughs> did you not? Yeah, I guess you did. All right, that was all. And th- that has been... Freddy's Five. I hate your little thing. I still hate your theme. So that's fine, though. You know what? I need to stop being so negative to you. I hate a lot of things yeah. you do. And I, and I feel like it's just... It's because I, I usually do, so I just assume that everything I, that you uh, announce or say I should hate, I should be more open. In 2019... Well, no, we'll save the resolutions for, for our, our another segment. But either way, I need to be a little bit more positive towards you, and I apologize for being such a negative Nancy. No, you know what? You know why I think that you're this way, and I and I understand? It's because you see a little bit of yourself in me. No, I, 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 don't, think that's the, I don't think that's the case, Fred. What? And you have your penis in my ass. Whoa! God damn it! You son of a bitch, you got me again. I'm not doing this. It's just, it's just, when I say a little bit of you and me, it's just a little bit, because it's just a small... Can we move on to our next session, please? Cheese. No, there's no cheese involved either. Okay, next session. 
Yeah. Other stories that we missed from last week at PAX, there's a couple things we want to talk about. Like the party we went to, we didn't really mention that, did we? No, we didn't talk about the, so the party. I think all three of these stories I want to talk about are were on the same night. This would have been Friday night? No, this would have been Saturday. Night. This would have been Saturday night. So anyway, we met a lot of really cool people. Uh, one of the first people we ran into, and I, I just grab you, pull you over, and I'm like, Ryan, look who you it were, is. You were hurting my arm. You were really hurting my arm. And you were like, you me. what? Who? Where? What? And I was like, look at, look, straight in front of you. You're like, what? Who is it? And I was like, angry fucking Joe. Angry Joe yeah, was at the party. Is, that was good. I mean, he's, he, he was, was really nice. cool, too. Yeah, he was nice. I mean, I'm not going to start name dropping like I'm a little bitch. No, but it was cool. Like, he he just, he chilled like anybody else. He just danced and fucking drank and had a good time. Took a picture with us. We'll post it later. It's good, good times. So you're all right. You're right. All right, in my eyes. Yeah, he wasn't. He wasn't like stuck up or trying to, you know, get away from anybody. He was just chilling. I no one was it. like really bugging him either. You know, everyone was pretty chill. So, well, anyway, so we did other things. We hung out. So we met. I, I met uh, one person. His name is Josh Boyne. He is one of the the funnest people to just like chill and and drink with, and. uh we met him at that party, and we've been keeping in contact with him since. And uh, we might have him on the show eventually. He, he's just a—he's someone who enjoys games. He doesn't even like try to push anything like streaming or anything. He just like genuinely enjoys the same shit that we enjoy. It's just great. He's, he's a great. nice guy. He's, he's, he's a nice. He's dude. a nice guy. He's got a also. Yeah, guy. he's trying to. I'm glad that he supports me in letting you know you're not a goddamn giant. <sighs> just. Just so you know. That's not going to become a thing. I just want you to know he's a supporter. He said he said that he, he's he's rather tall, and he's even able to stay on the bed. He said he, <laughs> he said his feet don't stick out like a goddamn friggin' limbo stick like yours were. I should have limboed under you now that I think of it. So yeah, so we actually met some other podcasters, which I love talking to them about, and they totally understood the hardships of being the editor, right? Because they were like, well, who's oh, your yeah. editor? And I was like, Fred's the editor. And they go, oh, I'm sorry. And they go, I know. I, I get it. I, yeah, I cherish right. everything he does. But uh, it, it's the guys slash girl from But Why Though podcast. Uh, but Why, yeah, B-U-T-W-H-Y-T-H-O. You can find them on yeah. You can find them on Twitter at but why though PC. Um, and if that stands for political correctness, then we uh, have. It's not. I think good. it stands for podcasts. It's fine. I think it stands for pop culture. But I think anyway. it stands for podcasts. Well, I think it stands for pop culture, and I think it actually does. Uh, and it doesn't stand for for like political correctness because if it did, they wouldn't even want to talk to us or associate with us because we are clearly not the most politically correct. Yeah. Um. Later that night, so I mean, that, that was a good time. I, I enjoyed it, but then we were a little bit drunk. Then we decided to go buy some booze, right? Ooh. We bought some booze, we and we like booze. we carried it to the hotel bar. And like Fred's drinking, literally, it's fucking Budweiser cans. Like he's my dad. I don't even leftover taco meat. Gotta get that leftover. Yo, you know, but the bar was closed too. Just to be fair, the bar, the was, bar was completely closed. closed. This was like three in the morning. We weren't able to drink from ordering at the hotel bar. And again, we're staying at this hotel. 
And so yeah. we just start pulling out the fucking beers and we just start opening them and they're in this like little plastic sack. It looks like we're just homeless dudes that stumbled into a hotel bar, but we sure. smell and look nice. So there's that. Um, so anyway, so what happens? So a couple of police officers come in and they're just like, they, they approach us and they're just like, what's in that bag? I'm like beer. And then they said, you can't be here. So I was like, okay, I grabbed my bag, I grabbed my beer and I went up to the room. Yeah, what's crazy is you thought we were getting arrested, and I'm like, no, Fred, they just want you to go up to your room or leave. Like, they're not going to fucking arrest you for drinking as a civilized person at a hotel bar where you're not causing a disturbance. You think cops have time to do fucking paperwork on that bullshit? I don't know. They had time to show up and tell me to leave. It's normal, Fred. It wasn't like we weren't going to get arrested. I didn't think that. You, for some reason, freaking out. I wasn't freaking out. I just went up to the room. Well, and so we went to the room. You ordered pizza, and then I get so fucking pissed dominoes none of this is about gaming by the way sorry i get mad because i'm like just in a drunken stupor and i'm like fred why are they calling you back and you're like they're, and then i hear you talking they're like they're they're taking like another 45 minutes to an hour and a half longer than they said they would and i'm like you gotta cancel that shit right fucking now i'm not even eating like, the pizza i don't even like, know why i might shop, have a say Ryan. i'm just my drunken stupor self and i'm just like you gotta cancel that pizza don't you let them pull that bullshit on you you tell them there's no goddamn way it would take that long <laughs> And you're like, and they probably, I don't know if they heard me or not, but either way, yeah. you're like, no big deal. And then an hour and a half goes by, I guess, in, not, in no time. And, uh, or I guess he said it was only like 45 minutes, but either yeah, way. It came, it came in like half the time. They, they that, uh, I, and then I was like, I got to warm up my noodles. I had leftover noodles from someplace we went to. And, uh, what the fuck was that place called? Yard house, yard, oh. yard bar, yard house, yard house. Anyway, yard doesn't house. matter. That's some noodles. And I go down and I'm like. We don't have a microwave in the room, so I go downstairs to the lobby, and I'm like, hey, is there a microwave around here? And they go, oh, yeah, take this special elevator. Go down to the, it's, they say, go push P. And I'm like, I don't know what the fuck P stands for. But I push Peace. it. It's, just, it's like this tiny elevator to the side, away from the other elevators. So I go in there. I do it. And it takes me to this fucking scary-ass place. I don't know where. I have no idea where it's at. If it's below ground or what. There was no light, so I couldn't see shit, and it was dark, it was dark obviously. So it was nothing but, like, shitty light bulbs in this small little hallway, and I went down it. There's this tiny room to the right, and it has a washer and dryer that's, like, from the fucking 90s, and they're shaking, like, brrr, fucking going crazy because they have shit in them. <laughs> and I turn, and there's just a tiny-ass, like, 27-inch TV staring in my face, uh, a tube television. So, it, like, the worst of the worst. It, I think it had antennas on it, which also blows my mind because I feel like I was down in the basement area. Either way, it was playing fucking infomercials that had uh, Tiffany Amber Thiessen, who played Kelly on Saved by the Bell, and Cindy fucking Crawford. They were both in this infomercial, and I was just like, my 12-year-old self has the biggest boner right now. But all I wanted was to warm up my fucking noodles. And they had the tiniest fucking microwave that you wouldn't you wouldn't even find in the break room of a fucking Kmart. It was just so fucking shitty, and I had to warm up my food like six different times in it before it even warmed up a little bit of noodles. And I was pushing like 30 to 45 seconds per fucking time. I, I Ryan, ran my ass. don't even know how long it took you to heat up the food. No fucking. No, the point is, I ran my ass back to the room as quick, quicker than you could say. Snodsberry, strawberry, base. Well, then you called me all freaked crawl. out, and you were like, "Oh, dude, I'm in this weird room, and there's I don't know what's going on down here." And I'm standing there in the lobby with my pizzas, and I forgot my card to the room, so I couldn't even get on the elevator. And I'm like, Ryan, I don't care about what's going on down there. Come up and let me in the goddamn place so I can eat the pizza. I don't remember any of that happening. Well, you were pretty wasted, and you didn't even eat your food. I ate like part two, of it. Barely. Well, it was all about the experience than the actual end result or product. Sure. So are we done with that part? 
I guess so. If you have anything else to add about PAX, add it next week during the board game talk, all right? Ugh, we were so wasted. Can we move on to game interviews, please? Sure. All right, so we have a couple games this week uh, that we want to talk about. The first one is going to be called The Negative World. This yeah, is, I don't know uh, if it was The Negative World or I was, think it was, it was the just Negative, negative World. God damn it, Fred. We, just let me look it up or I'm going to look like a dickhead. I have the pen right here. You dickhead. It's just called Negative World. I told you. By told Big you. Niche Games. Um, I think I it's, it's niche. God, I'm such an idiot. Point is, we'll get to the interview in just a sec, but essentially it's a platformer with a math basis to it, a little yeah. bit behind the platforming aspect of it. I love platformers, and so we actually most of the devs that we interviewed were like platforming games, uh, just coincidentally. But this was really fun to me because of how they integrated kind of, or he actually, it was, it was made by one guy, how he integrated like a completely different concept from like actually running and jumping and doing the platforming things because there's this other mechanic that's totally math based and he'll explain it in the interview, but it, it makes for a more like almost hectic kind of feel when you're playing, even though it's like not a super fast paced game. You're having to, in your mind, you're having to think twice, not only about platforming, but also about what fucking math shit you're going to do. Well, let's just get to the fucking interview, Fred. All right. All right, we're here with Michael. Uh, we're, we just played Negative World. And uh, tell us uh, where we can find you and your game, Michael. All right, you can find me at bignichegames.com. And on Twitter, you can find me at bignichegames. And the game is available on Steam and itch.io. Perfect. So we have noticed uh, there's some really cool platformers here today. Yours is among one of them. So first of all, Negative World uh, kind of refers to the art style. Is that right? Absolutely. Uh, does that also have a double meaning with like the numbers? It can. It's not intentional. So why don't you uh, list, or explain to the listeners uh, the the main mechanic in this game? Well, the main mechanic is that unlike other platformers, you have a limited number of jumps. So one level could give you two, one would give you five, but you can't gain anymore, but there is a reset button. And the more interesting draw is that some levels will have certain platforms that are walkable or unwalkable depending on your jump count. Like for example, there are platforms where it's divisible by two, so if your jump count is an odd number, you're just going to fall through. So it has to be even. And there are also less than or greater than operators too. That might sound a little tedious, but it actually works really well. Um, and in the heat of the action, uh, it's it's a little bit, uh, it gets you thinking. You have to kind of do math while you're actually platforming as well. Yeah, and that's what I kind of want to ask you about. So in regards to not only just having to think about where you're going to be on the platform as a normal platforming game, you're also having to double think essentially with the number count and make sure you know, you're in the same divisibles or whatnot to be able to have these um, you know platforms be available to you. So what made you, I guess, when you were developing this, come up with this idea of like having essentially a double thinking platformer essentially um i knew i wanted limited jumps but i didn't think of the, the platforms at that point so i i just marathoned a lot of talks by braid and witness designer jonathan blow and i eventually came up with that when he said something about affecting the world with your mechanic and that's how that came to be very creative way of, of taking that advice so we're going to um, ask you one last question here. So if you could go back in time and stop one game from being made, 
what would that game be? <sighs> Tough one. Um, it could be for any reason. Uh, it kind of goes against me in some way because I'm one of those I'm one of those nerds where it's keep the bad stuff because you know those who forget the past are doomed to repeat it. But if I had to, if I really twist my arm, had to gun to your head. Yeah, that. Um, I guess I have to go with the cop-out answer with uh, Superman 64. <laughs> yes, that's the kind of answer I'm looking yes. for. All right, it's been great talking to you, Michael. All the luck in the world. Where can we find your game? Um, you can find it on Steam and itch.io. And where can we find you on social media? On Twitter, you can find me at Big Niche Games, and my personal account is at GameDev underscore Michael. Perfect, Michael. We're looking forward to connecting with you and seeing uh, what else comes out of you in the future. Thanks a lot. Absolutely. All right. That was Negative World. Yeah. I look forward By to that. By Big Niche Games. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so this is a game I got to play. I was very excited about. You uh, were over Philly flabbling around uh, with your fucking laptop trying to get us to record. Yeah. Fibbity flabbling? I don't know. It doesn't matter. Right. So this is a game called Aqua Lungers from Warped Core Studio. And... Look it up. It's a lot of fun. It reminded me of like old school kind of party games, but you don't have to play with four player, you know, like co-op or not co-op, uh, multiplayer. But it is up to, I believe, just up to four players. It's a fun game, though. So the lighting effect in the water is great. Um, that's one of the things I think that we mentioned it was that's just the fact that we love the color aesthetics in the water. And I don't think that many games do that well enough. Uh, minus maybe Sea of Thieves does a really good job. Um, uh huh. By the way, you're essentially trying to, because I don't think we explained this on the interview, we were just asked some questions about it, so that's why I wanted to explain what the core of the game was. You're trying to dive down, grab gold, while also avoiding monsters and other players, and put it in a, uh, a coin purse. And I don't mean your nutsack, Fred, I mean an actual chest, yeah. like a chest, sure. up on the land. And the first of 3,000, or what, I think there's other different rules, wins the, the match. It's a very fast-paced, but like quick, short, fun uh, multiplayer game. So anyway, mm. do you have anything to say about it? Uh, I didn't get to play it. It did look really cool. Um, I wish I did get a chance to play it. We were just too busy. Um, yeah, let's get on in the interview. Cool. All right, I'm here with Diego from Warped Core Studio. Uh, we were able to play his game, Aqua Lungers. Uh, Diego, uh, welcome. Just kind of introduce yourself and where we can find you on social media. Uh, hi, yeah, thanks for meeting me. Uh, my name is Diego Almazan. Uh, my studio is Warped Core Studio. Um, you can find Aqua Lungers on Steam. And uh, the website for Aqualengers is uh, on warpcorestudio.com slash Aqualengers. Cool. Uh, so when I was playing this game, one of the main things that totally took me back to was that fast-paced party atmosphere of, like, fusion frenzy from back in the day. Uh, what were some of the influences for creating this game of, like, I guess, just past games that you would, you know, kind of played and influenced you? Uh, I guess the funny thing is a lot of the influences in terms of past games are more single-player games that I've played. Mega Man, Sonic, Mario, all those guys. Um, I did have a lot, of, like a ton of fun playing like um, GoldenEye, Mario Kart, some of those, and they do add something to the game in some form. Um, but a lot of the recent stuff too, you got Towerfall, Overcooked, some of those. And um, before I started playing, or <laughs> playing, before I started developing this game, um, you know, we were playing a lot of Towerfall, uh, Overcooked. Did I mention that a second ago? Um, and um, we kind of ran out of stuff to play together, so this is kind of a way for me to put that hat in the ring, and um, it's also kind of like I have an art background, so it's a platform where 
I could have my own project where I do whatever art I want, and I love doing all that stuff. I love old B movies, and uh, it's a chance for me to make like monsters and stuff like that. I love that. That's awesome. Was the uh, the choice to have this be an underwater uh, from the beginning? Uh, yes, actually. Um, one of the other one, one of the many reasons that I had for starting this project was uh, as an exercise to see if I can do a platform and underwater swimming mechanic, like dual mode mechanic with the same, because uh, I only started learning how to program like six months before I started this project. Uh, so a lot of my programming ex experience is through building this game. Yeah, so we should mention that a lot of the game takes place underwater, but you can actually jump out of the water and uh, you're basically collecting money and trying to screw the other people out of collecting money. And then uh, is it whoever ends with the most money wins? Yeah, so uh, by default, it's a race to 3,000 points. You can kind of see at the beginning, it, it gives you a prompt. Um, once you've completed a level once, you could actually change that number. You could add timers and do different things. And also, I mean, you're also not only having to compete with the other players, but you're also having to compete with monsters underwater that are trying to attack you and kill you at the same time. Yeah, so you are competing with the monster. He scores points just the way the players do. And uh, yeah, what I, was, what I was losing a second ago was um, uh, about screwing each other over. Um, the game kind of gives you options. You can you can use your speed and your agility to just go and mine faster than your opponents do. Uh, you can also kind of be a jerk and go after your friends instead of getting your own money. So uh, the game gives you tools to go after each other, but if you want to be rude, it's because you're a rude person. So. Oh shit, that would be me. <laughs> yeah, Fred's a huge asshole. Um, so if can you play this single player as well and not just with you know other people? Yeah, you can play single player. Uh, what I've done with the game is um, the maps don't change. All the rules stay the same. Uh, there's a, a system for lives and respawn costs. So you start with the game with a certain amount of lives, and when you run out of lives, there's a certain point value that you have to spend to get back in. So when you're playing single player, you have a fewer amount of lives. You only have three, and the respawn cost is 200 points, which is a little steep. And um, it starts to feel a little bit more like an old school, like Contra, uh, Ninja Gaiden type game, where you can you can die too many times and lose. Uh, whereas when you're playing a multiplayer game, uh, those values are tweaked so that you pretty much have a lot more lives. And um, the game basically knows that if you're playing free for all, you're gonna die a lot. Yeah. Great. We have one last uh, question for you. Uh, other than where can we find your game? We'll get to that. Um, if you could go back in time. And stop one game from being made. Oh, interesting. What game would that be? Oh, jeez, I would have to think long and hard about that. Uh, stop a game from being made. And it could be for any reason. You don't have to. You don't have to shit on anybody. No, that's, that's a good one. Um, it would probably be like uh, like one of the match three like phone games that I've spent like way way too much time on. It's probably that. And the funny thing about that is like like. I have kind of a negative view on match three games. And then like at some point like I'll download one and like play a thousand levels of it. Um, that that, that happened happens, but yeah, that's just the reality. That happened to me with Candy Crush for a little. I think I spent a good six months <laughs> yeah. playing that. Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah. So uh, thank you for spending time with us. Um, where can we find it? Um, can we buy it now? And I don't know if we talked about this, but is it going to be released on console at some point? Uh, I tell people it's a goal, but not a plan. Um, right now, it's on Steam, early access. It's very close to 1.0 launch um, next month or so, so something like end of February, March. Um, so yeah, if you're looking for it now, you'll find it on Steam, and uh, the goal is to hopefully expand that over time. Cool. Thank you so much, Diego. And that was Aqua Lungers, and it was a pleasure speaking with you. Thank you so much. It's great talking to you guys. Awesome, man. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, appreciate it.
All right, that was Aqualungers. Now, the next interview that we have. <laughs> I actually did. Uh, this this was really a pleasant. Loves my best friend. His name is Fred, but he's an asshole. They love me more, and that's because I like. Told Jamie and Earl we're back in the groove. Yeah. Well, anyway, it was a super pleasant experience talking to these people. They were super nice. Um, the game does look great. I got to to see it I, again. We didn't get to play it. There were, you know, there was sort of a line. Changing your tune um, a little bit, ain't you there? You know, they it, just because the old one is bad doesn't mean the new. The one's old one's be not bad. bad. God damn it! I yeah, was well, me and Brain were playing it two nights ago on the Sega mm-hmm. Genesis. It was I fucking love that game. Uh, we may or may not have a review up right uh, pretty much around the time it comes out, late February, early March. So maybe keep an eye yeah. out. We may or may not be advertising the fact that we might be reviewing the game. That we may or may not review the game. But we're not allowed to say certain things until certain dates and certain things and things. All right. Without further ado. Ryan finally got to interview the Toadjam and Earl Devin lead artist. His name is Nathan, I think. Uh, all right, we're here with Nathan um, from Human Nature Studios. Is that right? Okay. Um, and this is a huge deal for me because this is Toe Jam and Earl back in the groove. God damn it. Yeah, Fred's an asshole. We all know this. Um, so, Nathan, uh, I guess introduce yourself. Where can we find uh, your studios? Where can we find more information about Toe Jam and Earl? Sure. Uh, my name is Nathan Shorts. I'm the lead artist uh, on uh, Toe Jam and Earl back in the groove uh, at Human Nature Studios. Uh, our. our Studios located in uh, the Bay Area, San Francisco Bay Area. Uh, uh, we're on all social media, uh, but our, our main one is Twitter at uh, uh, Toe Jam and Earl. Um, and then we uh, our website is tjebackinthegroove.com. Very cool. Did you uh, have a hard time getting the licensing for this? Uh, actually, no. So uh, it's it's a funny story. Uh, back when Sega was just trying to get stuff on their platform uh they were they were making all sorts of deals not all exclusive deals um so what ended up happening with toe jam and earl was uh greg johnson our our lead uh designer who's a a a co-creator of of the franchise he retained the ip rights uh to the characters and, and anything that uh sega did not publish so um yeah we we got their 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 blessing but uh uh, ultimately, we could do whatever we wanted with the with the franchise. So, are you working with the the original creators? Uh, one of them. Uh, the other one uh, left uh, the games industry uh, a number of years ago. But uh, Greg Johnson has has uh, been continuing to design games and and uh, has uh, started this company. And uh, yeah, uh, he's been going going strong ever since. So these these characters are obviously some of the most recognizable characters from like the 90s and and was that part of why you chose to make this game or do you have your own reasons? Uh, yeah, so I'm a 90s kid and it was it was a, a, a bit of a, a, a surreal uh, experience to be offered uh, a lead role uh, on a game like this. Uh, uh, there were a number of reasons we brought it back. Um, one being that, uh, you know, Toe Jam and Earl in uh, in its own way, is a roguelike, and roguelikes are, are, are have are they're in vogue right now. So um, we we felt like it was a good time to try it 
again. Um, uh, the advent of Kickstarter was also a huge help. Um, Greg had uh, shopped around uh, the, the property for a number of years without any bites, and uh, Kickstarter allowed us to uh, revive it without uh, the, the publisher wall. And uh, I guess for people that grew up on Toe J Mineral, uh, what are mechanics that are new that you've brought to this game, and what are some of the things that you've made sure to keep yeah, the same from back in the old games. Right. Well, it was a, it was a challenging uh, uh, balance to strike because uh, you know there were there were things about Toji Mineral that were were beautiful for the time, and things that were kind of uh, uh, restrained by the times. Like uh, you know there were no save states. Um, the game was generally like uh, moved a little slower than than uh, than people might be used to now. Um, so so we. We've sped up the game quite a bit. Um, Toe Jam and Earl back in the day was also um, kind of l uh, limited by the expectation of what a game was back then. Usually you weren't going to beat a game uh, on, on, a, on a console unless you, you put hours and hours and hours into it and multiple tries. Uh, now we, we are kind of tapping into what people expect from a game now. Uh, especially a roguelike, you, you expect to kind of uh, beat it within a couple of hours. So we have a bunch of incentives for doing that. Uh, we have uh, hats that you unlock that persist through multiple playthroughs that augment the game and kind of expand upon what your original uh, uh, view of the game was when you started. I, I have to admit, I did stand here for a while and watch this. Um, it looks a lot better than, than the classic Toe Jam and Earl. I think a lot of that is, um, as I watch, um, like you said, I think there were some limitations before that just didn't allow as much of the action that I, as a, as a child, it was it was tough for me to, to even grasp the the idea of, of the game. Also, Fred's just a major asshole, which is fine. Um, we all know that. Everyone that's listening for months has realized that Fred's a dickhead when it comes to Toe Jam and Earl. Um, all right, one last question, and you can answer it however you want. Feel free. Um, if you could go back in time and stop one game from being developed, what would that game be? I, I know what mine would be. <laughs> Bubsy. Wow, that's a good answer. <laughs> that came out really quick. Yeah. Uh, well, we have beef with Bubsy. Okay, okay. That was the quickest answer we, a lot of people had to think. Um, okay, so Toji Emerald March 1st uh, is coming out on all consoles, including Switch, which is a big deal. Um, again, if you want to plug uh, where we can find y'all uh, on social media one last time. At uh, Toji Emerald on Twitter uh, and our Toji Emerald fan page on uh, Facebook. Thank you again, Nathan. It's been a pleasure. Thanks so much. All right. Are you happy now? I was so fucking happy when that happened. Like, you have yeah. no idea. I might have an like idea. Like, you thought you had an idea, and you're like, what? Are you kidding me? <laughs> what? <laughs> um, I don't know. All right. Alien rappers are my fucking you know, <clears throat> right up my alley. Alien rappers? Yeah, that's what Toe Jam and Earl are. They're essentially like alien funk rapper or dudes. DJs or something. They're, They're rappers, right? you dumb fuck. Are you shitting I me? Know. I can't with you. I can't, you, just, you need to go look it up. Go play the fucking game for, nah. for a change. Jesus Christ. It's a roguelike game. Like Those are super popular nowadays. Very similar to like yeah. Diablo-style shit. All right. I can't wait for this fucking game. 
All right, so now we have to do our New Year's resolutions. Oh, you know, Fred, you know what? We were going to do this, but I think we're running out of time, so maybe we'll just save it to next week, and we'll just have the genie uh, come up real quick. I know. I'm sorry, man. I, I didn't know you were going to talk We have to so talk long. to the genie, but we can't We can't just fit in our, our resolutions No, man, we'll, we'll put the resolutions to next week. We'll be but fun. this is the last day I understand, of January. Fred. I get it. I get it. I get it. I get it. But now we're getting into February. I get it. We're going to move it to next week. We'll see you all back with the resolutions next week. All right. Let's bring on the genie, though. You see this cartridge? Right. I'm going to slide it in. Okay. Hello, I just want to hey, say, Mr. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, Mr. G. I just want to say you kept us up a lot. In the hotel room, Brandon and Jake, were, Jake the Snake friend of the show, were not very fucking happy with yeah. it either. That, yeah, I did not like, want to deal like with that. You, I will say you had more personality than I than I, we've seen from you, which I, I do appreciate. But well, you can't he was just be, excited. So. Yeah, but you can't just be waking this sh- us fucking what is it that you want, Well, I want to know, wow. first Looks of all. Looks like what, he's back to his normal self. Yeah, he's back to his prick ass self. What did you like most about PAX, first of all? I, I actually what. did get to play Pikuniku this oh, week. Oh, that's it's, a game. I thought that was like something from his native tongue. No. No, I'm sorry. Okay, okay, okay. Um, I wish that... No, wait, no, wait, wait, wait. No, no, we didn't even I, talk no, about I, this. No, I know we didn't talk about it. I guess. I wish <sighs> that uh, I could just go on the internet and look up the newest trailer to <sighs> Cyberpunk 2077. <sighs> Where can, I, where can I find the link? Ryan, why would you even wish for that? I don't know. Like, I you're, you're just going to get I a panicked. new trailer? Well, is it a new trailer? I just said the newest trailer, I think. I don't, I don't know, know if it's a new trailer. Oh, yeah. I just oh, got an alert. Oh, shit. Yeah, I, I did too. Oh, it's a 48. Ryan. Bro, you got me the 48 minute walkthrough. Thank you so much, Jeannie. You're the best. Your we trailer was published on August 27th of 2018. This is the newest Cyberpunk It's more of a walkthrough, but I, I appreciate you doing it. I just didn't know where Fuck to go. You, Ryan, you don't get to make the wishes from now on. Can I try, though, next week a little bit? No. You <sighs> fucked it up every time so far. Fine. That you know was what? the you... lamest thing. Even if you did get a new trailer, that's lame. I mean, we'd get some media attention for it, but Jesus, we would get media. I didn't even think about that. Oh, can you we did, ask you didn't some think that you would just get the newest trailer, which is fucking five months old? Hate you. You hate. You me? could have just googled that. You could have YouTube that yourself. Ugh. I don't know. Is there Disgusted. anything else you want to you want to add to the to the little genie cast? Little gene cast. Little. Game Genius Podcast. What no, I think know? I'm quite done here. Game Genius Podcast. Your mom's a hoe, but I didn't say that because I'm not that mean. Don't uh, play a hate. Uh, eat some protein. All right. I'm going to edit the cast. You start the Pornhub Patreon. Mm-hmm. We're going to need it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Genies. No, 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 I did actually like game grabbies was a little bit better because like you are grabbing a little right. bit. Right, that's when that you're was the, that was the idea. 
What? If, but what if the, every time our finishing move was you just we just grab their their bulge and just like, but just stare at them like with very not even aggressively, just like calm demeanor yeah. with not even a smile, maybe a little bit a smile smirk, tiny tiny bit of a uh-huh. smirk, and just stare them in the eyes while you're grabbing their junk. Oh, and you, that's your junk. finishing move. At first, when you said their bulge, I was going to say which bulge because most wrestlers are bulging everywhere. But they're uh, they're uh, little beanbags. They're a little beanbag. They're a little beanbag. You think they would just let us do that, or would well, we like I mean, knock them out and that then do is that? the finish? No, 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 no. That's the finishing move. We stare at them and like they're in such shock after a couple seconds, they just fucking explode and we win the match. Oh shit! But what if we knocked them out and then we grabbed it? Then that's fucking. That is not a. That's not allowed. There's no consent involved in that. I see. Well, there's there's not consent if you grab them by the. But junk that's at least a wrestling move, and and you're you're still in the heat of battle. They Whenever explode, you've already knocked them out, when you've ex- already knocked them out, <laughs> I don't know. For, in more ways than one. Uh, look, the point is, you. Oh, it's I different see. if you if you have if you have them knocked out, Fred. You can't do the bulge explosion. Uh, if so, they, if you have them at least awake, then yeah, it might not be consensual, but right. what move in wrestling is consensual? At least they're awake though. No one just beating the shit out of like Whoa. people that are already down and knocked the fuck out. They agree to wrestle each other. They I don't need... think they agreed to be, while they're knocked out, be felt up, Fred. That's just, well, I don't think they agree like, to keeps be coming back sexually to where it's assaulted. It's not allowed, Fred. All right. It's fine. not necessarily sexual assault. It's just assault. I'm just saying, I don't think that that move would work awake or asleep. Fine. Anyway, you want to oh, get in top we'll of the top? We'll give him a genie rug tug. All right. Next, uh, ready for top of the tops? I've been ready for top of the tops. All right. 